Back here with the programming, I'm Chase Ingram. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grundler. Wolverine. And the two standardized events have been announced, and we are going to talk about them today in all of their glory and give our opinions on it, what to expect, why they chose those. Obviously, we're speaking in our own vacuum when it comes to that, but we do have a special announcement coming a little bit later that we oh, yeah. just teased on Instagram. It's been a oh, yeah. long time coming. A long time coming, but I'm super excited. Good morning, everyone. Corey, Elise, what's up? What's up? And listen, guys, <clears throat> it's it's the best time of the year. It's semifinal season, which used to be regional season, but <laughs> we'll call them semifinals. But I, this is my favorite time of the year. Can we I not mean, just call it? Can we not just call it regionals? Like, are we doing that just because? Let's it call needs them continentals. <laughs> I mean, you remember how I remember I had such an issue about the, the whole sanctional sanctionals crap. was that was crap. Hated. That was that a crap was name. Dumbest made up crap word name. ever. David, ever. Eric, Stefan, Sanderlax. Uh, I don't know what your real name is, but I'm just going to call you that. <laughs> I wouldn't call you that. <laughs> semi regionals. I like that. <laughs> semi semi regionals. Yes. It's like, a, it's like saying yes. semi chub. Stefan, I don't know if we can say that word anymore. Does that, is that, uh, you know, <laughs> if you're going to call, you're going to call me box fitness. I ain't going to call you whoop. Sorry. Yeah, totally. Sorry. I mean, unless they sponsor the podcast, then I will say whoop all day <laughs> long. <laughs> but uh, before we get there, let's talk about Bub's Naturals. Bub's Naturals, MCT oil powder. We had a, amazing conversation with the founder of Bub's Naturals last week with Sean Lake. If you guys missed that episode, this wasn't a puff piece. This wasn't a sponsor piece. This was sitting down with Sean Lake, who helped design the Hero Workout Glenn, which is the namesake for the company itself. He didn't start this company to become a supplement company. He actually started as a means to help fund the Greg Doherty Memorial Foundation, because 10% of all proceeds that they make go to supporting that foundation, Gleg Doherty, who died heroically in Benghazi. And Glenn talked about, he talked about, you know, them growing up. They were, they, I mean, they were childhood friends. And to, to lose someone that close to you in the way that they did and to have CrossFit almost rally behind him was a very important piece of the conversation. So if you guys missed that, please go back and take a listen, because it was so much more than just about a workout or just about the company or about Sean, but it was really about, I want to say it like the beauty of just OG CrossFit. Oh man, dude, to a core. Like, it was all the ideas that CrossFit, at least like when we came up in CrossFit was, it was just badassness, doing badass things. Hey, you need some help? Boom, we're on it. We're going to help you out. We'll pump it up here. We'll push it there. And I mean, that was one of the beauties of, uh, of being back in those in those early, early days. But you're right. It was not just about, oh, here's what the workout is and here were some special numbers or whatever. It was how the whole thing got created. So now when you go to do it, you understand the reasons why you're doing it. Not the fact, not the rep sets or whatever, but like why you're doing it. And also even like, I, I mean, how, how the things got picked because none of them were what they originally wanted, you know, mm -hmm. what Sean originally wanted. So it's it's super cool. You guys got to listen to it. It's fun. It, it was, was a uh, yeah, it was a great time. And Sean has such awesome stories and just the the way he talked about. I mean, we talked about Greg Glassman. We talked about Dave Castro and what integral part they had with the development of this um, that relationship between Sean and the them. Home Depot Center, man. Right, the Home Depot the tennis, Center, guys. The tennis, the <laughs> tennis court. Come on. There's not a lot of people. He's like they did that. 
But yeah. The, Everyone's favorite venue and basically everyone's favorite era of the CrossFit Games was only possible because of Sean Lake. Not yeah. one little piece. He was the reason on how the games got moved there. So if you got, again, go go listen to that episode. It was super fun to talk to him. And um, Element Twenty Six is on board with us. They're actually coming out. Bill, they're coming out with a leather weight belt. Oh no way! Yes, I thought you were going to say leather thumb tape. That would be interesting. That would, I don't know how that would work with sweat. <laughs> All I could see is like, do you remember like playing baseball and like I sucked at baseball, so I was like put in right field because nobody could really pull it when they're twelve years old. Well, a baseball twelve years old is when right. we learned how to pull it. But like, let's right. get back to the let's get back to it. But I would just chew on my like the strings of my glove because some for some reason like chewing on that leather had that weird like taste. Do you do you remember doing that? Uh, I, I, I didn't really play baseball, but yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Uh, so I feel like I that would happen if we had leather <laughs> leather um, thumb grips. But uh, go to element26.co. Use the code GETWITH15. The thumb tape, the wrist wraps, everything you need, CrossFit Accessory Rise, they have it. And be on the lookout for some new products that are coming out. I think semifinals are going to debut that leather belt, which just is mm-hmm. another level of security when it comes to your posterior chain. And uh, before we get to the events, let's talk about the Wadproof app. It's not just a video app. There's so much more. There's programming, there's coaching tips, and then there's the bionic, bionic, which is getting you right by knowing where you are. Yeah, do you know where you are yet? Have no. you done it yet? <laughs> Dude, God dang it. I Dave, have to stop hurting you're myself. Afraid. You know it is? You're afraid of the AI technology that they're using because you're afraid <laughs> that your phone's going to go, Chase, you suck at moving right now. I don't need artificial intelligence to tell me that I suck at something, especially <laughs> movement. But I keep hurting but, myself. So when I unpull my groin and I kind oh, of extend yeah, yeah, yeah. my right arm all the way out, maybe I'll start taking that <laughs> test. But <laughs> Well, if you if you and when you are ready to start moving better, use the AI technology. That's what the Get Bionic is all about. It uses the the app on your phone to to have you move in different ways to see where you're moving, how you're moving, and then gives you a whole plan to get better. So it's $19.99 a month. Check it out if you want to move better, which is if you are done in your season right now, now is the time to do that. Get yourself moving better so you can make those gains later. Do it up. Yeah, yeah, do it up. All right, well, let's talk about the events. Let's see, Bruce. What's up, Bruce? Bruce, do we have Bruce and the Corys here? I see one, Corey. I think we got the crew, yeah. Got the crew. Good morning, everyone. Or afternoon, depending on where you are. Afternoon for me, morning for Bill. Yeah. Um, Bruce, did you see... What's your take on Talking Elite Fitness hiding behind a paywall to talk about Savon and Hiller? Um, I think it was initially behind a paywall for their... Obviously, Talking Elite Fitness came out with... uh, They do their Friday Q&A stuff and roundtable, which, I mean, we've always thought about doing, but this is our way of doing it. Um, We were... Go live with most kinda, of our episodes, right? Doing it right now, yeah. Yeah, we don't. And um, you know, they had some comments about Savon podcast and the Hiller podcast. And during the live feed, that's behind a paywall for their Patreon supporters. Which, by the way, if you want to support us, you guys can go over there and uh, get some free workouts on the week. We just posted Bill number forty-five. Um, but now that video to what you're talking to, Bruce, is actually you can see that they have it on their YouTube channel. So. It's not hiding anymore behind that. So um, thoughts on that? Not really my place Look, to talk. My, 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 thought, my thoughts are this. Everyone has their voice. Yes. And everyone that is not themselves are going to say that they're the real deal and everyone else is not the real deal. I mean, you hear that all over the place. Um, you know, we, are, we know all of these guys. We are close with all of these guys. Um, it is what it is, you know. And... 
just like everything, like if there was another group out here that was talking about programming and we've heard other people talk about programming, we think that our discussion about it is best and we think that everyone else's is not best. So <laughs> depending where everyone is in their space, they're going to have their issues. But I mean, whatever. People are going to think whatever they're going to want to think and everyone's going to say whatever they want to say. So that's everyone's got their opinion. That's what's great about this country of ours is you can say whatever the hell you want and it's fine. So First Amendment, Bill. Do. First there you Amendment. Go. And that is like, you know, we have a voice in the space and we we chose to direct our voice mainly to objective analytical view of programming. It's still an opinion piece when it comes down to it from us, from us, especially we have we have a longer pedigree than most. We've been doing this for a long time. This is something that we we pour our heart and soul in and we spend a lot of time learning and improving and dissecting and you know screwing up and then getting better from those. But to sit here and say that we are the end-all, be-all, absolutely not. Do we know more than most? Maybe. but uh, Absolutely so. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jamal, not yet. I'm not soapboxing. Not yet. You never know. You never know. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, hey. To each their own. But, uh, you know, we try to stay in our lane the best way we can. We choose the programming lane. But we do the fan service episodes when there's something that we feel like we need to talk about outside the realm of programming. We have those conversations. But today, it will be specifically about the programming and more so about the two individual events programmed for the semifinals and the two team events programmed to the semifinals that... <laughs> That could be a fun shirt one day. It's just a rower thrown. I want to use that crude. I want to use that that crude version you made of me and all the rowers. But um, look, we appreciate you guys being here. Um, with that being said, we posted on Instagram that we have a very special announcement. And since the inception of this podcast, we were like, "Hey, we should make some shirts." And we never really knew what to do because, for those of you guys that are fans. Those of you guys that are rolling with us, you got you guys are on the train with us. You're not just riding on the back. You're on the train with us. We call you programmatrons. That's who you are. That's who we are. Mm -hmm. We're yes. program fanatics, programming fanatics. This is get with the programming and a programmatron. That's what we call you guys. And we're like, do we make a programmatron t-shirt? Maybe. But we wanted to do something that finally, I feel like all the stars aligned. And we wanted to make a shirt. So before we get into the events, those of you guys that are rolling with us now live, we're going to show you guys the first shirt that we have lined up. And if you know Bill and I is we think we're, well, we are. <laughs> we're OGs in the sport, <laughs> right? We're OGs in the sport. I'm, I'm glad you didn't say old in the sport. <laughs> no, no, no. We're OGs in the sport. And we wanted to... <laughs> we wanted to make a shirt that represented semifinals that, on that it. represented that. All right. And so for those of you guys watching, here it is. Here it is. Oh no, I yeah, screwed it you up. You had the wrong I had it I had it up. <laughs> I got it. Three, two, one, boom. 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 Now for those of you guys who don't know, we say we're pretty OG. So we wanted to make a shirt that reflected that. I see like, oh, there it is. You I guys mean, get it? That. Look at that. Now, you guys have to understand, we, we, we have Programmatron shirts and, and all those things that are in the mix, but there wasn't anything that was really, it was one of those things like, we'll get to it, we'll get to it, we'll get to it. Mm -hmm. 
But with all of the stuff that's been going on over the past year, I think, you know, there's a lot of like CrossFit's messing this up or they're good on these things or they're bad on those things or this, this switch, that switch, the other switch. The fact is, is that we are CrossFit fanatics for what the methodology, the idea, the original plan, the original version of who CrossFit we are. is all about. That's, that is, that's how we, that's how we design our workouts. That's how we design our events. That's how we program. That's how we think. That's how we talk. That's how we are. So this shirt came out of me and Chase just behind the scenes going, what the hell is this? And this is going on. Brah, 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 brah. Man, I just, I wish that this was this way or that was that way. And Chase started, we started coming up with the idea and Chase was like, you know what? I'm going to put like the pukey clown in the O. Yeah. And originally it was the O of the CrossFit. And then he just said, what do we think about this? And it was this design right here. And I'm like, dude, that is amazing. <laughs> Yes. And it is. Look at that. OG. I am OG CrossFit. Chase yeah. is OG CrossFit. Yes. How long has your affiliate been up now? Nine years coming up in August. Nine, nine years. How long have you been doing CrossFit? Uh, since 2008. So we are in our 14th year. Yes. And I've been doing it since... Started 2002, but like 2006. So we have been dabbling in this thing a long yes. time. Yes. And it is who we are to a core. So this, I mean, dude, you couldn't have made this any better. This is us right Thank here. Thank you. Thank you. And a shout out to Sherpa Works, man. Ken right and everything that they put together. I had to spitball a lot of ideas and designs here. But what we wanted to do is we wanted to make a shirt that is is a tip of the cap, right? A nod to the good old days and a foundation for what we want the future to be like because that's what CrossFit is to us. This this era, this idea, this mentality, this community was my favorite times of CrossFit. And it's not like they're not favorite now, but I feel like we can get back to some of the good times, right? And uh, this is what this is about. So we're taking something that uh, was near and dear to our, us, and that is that pukey clown. Now, now, if you guys know which clown this is, yeah. Then you're really OG. And I'm not going to say it. I'm going to see if anybody can guess because the original Pukey the Clown was on .com, right? It was the yep. uh, it was like the icon. Like what is that? Like the avatar for the website. You yeah. They dude, do you remember that they used that for like an open announcement? They like put it on the floor. Do you remember that? Yeah. I think it was 2013. Yeah. Like the crossed eyes and stuff like that? Yes, yeah. They're, yeah. they're literally throwing up on the ground. Throwing they put up. that on an open <laughs> announcement. That was 20, I think it was 2013. They put that on an open announcement. Floor, on the competition floor. That's that's where we were at. And so if you guys know where this design comes, because those that do know exactly what was the the issue surrounding the well, shirt. And that shirt. I have I have that shirt, I have, too. Yeah, I do. I have this shirt. Yeah. So this was on a shirt. Um, but this is what we want, right? This is what we want. We want to, we want to create a shirt that's for the people. It's not isolated to us. Wasn't this, uh, no, 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 no. Wasn't this nope. a pukey on the wall at HQ at the gym? No, that was a different one. That was a different one. That was the, um, just the head with the circles yeah. around it. I could pull that one up, but, uh, yeah, I'm not even going to tell you if somebody gets it right while we're talking We'll tell you, but those of you guys that are watching live, we are going to come out with these shirts pretty soon. This is the black version. However, we have multiple colors coming in the works once we get the website 
up. Uh, yes, this is kind of like the pukey at the ranch, which is really like the giant figurine. But this pukey was actually on a shirt. Yeah, this is an actual logo. I this was say, an actual design. Uh, yeah. yeah, over uh, 10 years ago, almost. Close to, right? Um, It was right before... It was right. It was right before the Hot Shot nineteen. Oh, really? It was right around that time, I Is think. It? Oh, wow. Well, because that was, yeah, yeah. Uh oh, David. <laughs> David, you're on to something. If you guys are watching on YouTube, David, if you're listening on the podcast, you are correct. There was a shirt made during the era of which the there has been so many. What is it like, Men in Black? <laughs> like there, there is an extinction level event. Like every other four years, you just don't know about it, right? And right. there was like a decade ago, we almost lost the we almost lost the company because um, there was a what was it? What was what was it? Anthos? What were they? Were they like a venture capitalist group or some type of hedge fund group? Well, yeah, it was a divorce thing. Well, yeah, so Greg Glassman's ex-wife, who owned half of the company or the stake in the company, was getting <clears throat> courted by, or I want to say almost like swindled by, this group called Anthos. And what they wanted to do was to buy her shares and take 50% ownership of the company. Yeah. And what they wanted to do, which they were very, very close in doing, was to turn CrossFit into a franchise model like an orange theory or an F45. And that was that was going to happen more than it wasn't. Yeah. And then what Greg went out and did is basically like bankrupt well he didn't bankrupt himself, but he, he basically did everything he possibly could as far as like getting people he on board. He hustled as much money to be able to buy the rest of that out. Yes, orange 45 and basically <laughs> bought her out. Yeah. Instead of Anthos, right? And so they made shirts back in the day, which we have. Yep. I can't remember who made them. Was it Life is RX? It might be Life is RX, yeah. I, I think it, it is. I think it is. Life is RX. Yeah. They made a shirt on the front and just said unbuyable. And on the back, they had this giant Pukey the Clown, but in this like more upright, angry, muscled version. So that is where this logo is coming from. So if you've been around a while... Or shit, if you've only been around a year, but you got an OG mentality like us, get ready for the shirts. Shirts, crops, tank tops in multiple different colors are coming down the pipe, but we just wanted to share that. I just want to share that with you guys live. I think it's cool. I think it's so cool. Uh, and I'm wearing a sample one right now. I know, and I'm jealous as hell. Yes. Yes. Well, he's yeah. in Fort Worth, so it's it's a little bit easy for me to. He's he's thirty minutes away. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm he's just thirty saying. minutes away, but we doesn't mean I can't be jealous. Still, yeah. So thank jealous. you guys. Tank crops. Ooh. Well, Corey, you know with a pair of scissors. There's no telling what you can do <laughs> with a uh, with a shirt. <laughs> but uh, be on the lookout for more official announcement. We'll have a website dedicated to it where you guys can buy them and they'll ship them directly to you. So the simplicity of the thing, the the whole process will be there for you guys. So be on the lookout for that. But those of you guys joining us right now, we wanted to give that to you. Thank you guys for being live with us. And let's get to the real stuff, is that we want to talk about the events that CrossFit just programmed and released for all the semifinals. And we'll start, do you want to start individuals or you want to start Yeah, teams? I do individuals. Individuals? 
yeah. you want to get you want to get more positive as the uh, the podcast goes along. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's see. Uh, wait, so let me ask this question for David. David, what did you say? Oh, what year did you have to start crossing to be considered OG? <sighs> Man, I, I'll, I don't say put a year I'll say this. I'll say this. It's a mindset. Yeah. It's not a year. It's a mindset. The mindset is grit, hard work, and you put your head down. You do work. It's not the. It's not that everybody gets a an award and let's you know just rally around mediocrity and it's like dude that bar is 95 pounds move the bar or move whatever you can do that's what it is it's a og mentality Corey, you are absolutely right these shirts will immediately add 35 pounds to your snatch or Damn. 70 pounds to your deadlift depending on who you are but yeah. uh bill you're 100 right it is a mindset um but if we gave a number something prior to maybe 2012. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is for everyone, right? This is for everyone that uh, has yeah, carries that mentality, carries that mindset. And honestly, like this isn't a um, this isn't a rebel shirt. This is a we know who we are. We know what we want yeah. this to be. So we are going to make sure that we 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 carry that into the future. This is not a complainer. This is not for those that want to have a bitch fest and do nothing about it, right? You want your CrossFit gym to be awesome? Then make it awesome. Then make it awesome. That's it. You, you want it to open to be more fun for your gym? Then make it more fun. Quarterfinals, semifinals. You want to be an OG? Then buy a ticket to a semifinal event and go watch that shit in person. That's OG mentality. Show the fuck up. There's your soapbox, Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. All right, so let's talk individual event number one, even though it says workout, so that's not a good start. Um, <laughs> this is a repeat event from the 2014 regionals that, uh, Bill, listen, I, I texted you when these came out, and it's like, did your knee sense a disturbance <laughs> in the force? <laughs> yeah, I remember this one. I do, I do. Uh, this was the one, honestly, that put me out of the open division because uh, I blew my ACL out on this one. I think it was like round three. Still finished the event, busted out Achilles or uh, uh, ACL. ACL. I mean. Yeah. Um, but I like the event. Okay, I like these. I like what it is. Um, I will start there before we start hammering it. Well, I mean, so the event itself, just, if you guys are listening, <laughs> 10 rounds for time, one legless rope climb, followed by basically a shuttle run. So shuttle runs continue. Um, and in 2014, I feel like you've got to look at this on two different divisions, which like people don't like to, but the way this works, I would say, on the men's side is much different than it works on, I would say, the women's side. So let's talk about the men first. It was such a close race um, last year, or not last year, in 2014, when it came to this event. Like, people were separated by seconds. Right. Eight years later, everyone has only got better. And the question I hear a lot, or I've seen a lot, is should they have made this harder since it's eight years later? And I think it kind of depends on really what you want to get out of it. When you look at, say, Fran, 
for your general demographic, it's a great test. For the elite individuals, it's not. Then it just becomes like size dependent. Right. And then the question is like, well, do we make it heavier to make it harder? It's like, no, because that's not really what Fran is. Right? And I think in this case, though, you could look at this and say this is pretty boring if you just look at it on paper or you didn't get like your favorite regional workout. Like a repeat doesn't have to be like the best one ever because it's hard to judge this test in a vacuum when there's four other or five other events tied to it, you know? And I don't know. The more I look at this, when it first came out, I was like, oh, okay. You know, I was hoping for something more fun. But, like, this this event was fun to watch back in 2014. Uh, you, you take it because I'm still trying to, like, the, process okay, it. I, I, I'll give my little piece on it. As far as what the event is in a vacuum, whether it's a repeat or not, I like the event. I mean, yeah, it's going to be close. Totally. It's going to be close like it was. And in, to, I mean, I, I don't think that the legless rope climbs, at least for your top athletes on the, on the men's side, are going to be this massive difference where all of a sudden everyone is a legless rope climb master. Like you can mm. only kind of get so good at rope climb, it, it, legless rope climbs that you, you, you have your initial jump and then you go from there. And that's, right. that's kind of it. Like, you can't really improve the movement. Like a regular rope climb, you can. How, how high you move your feet up and how you lock and how fast you descend and all that kind of stuff. But um, the event itself is fine. I like the event. I liked what it was when we did it. Um, I liked watching it. I think that it's fun to have it. The, the downside I have for this is we just did a shit ton of fucking rope climbs. We just did that in the quarterfinals. True. We do not need to test that again and to say, oh, well, those were regular rope climbs and these are legless rope climbs. It's like, come on, man. We don't need to have, in the course of seeing what athletes are going to be making it to the CrossFit Games, over 20 rope climbs to see if that person should make it or not. And I just I just think that if we were going to be doing – if we were going to be picking a gymnastic event, because that's what, we're, that's what this is. It, I mean, the run is the run. It just is what it is. I, I, I mean, a, a closer version, yes, a more fun version um, where they they ramped it up would be what they did at the games at Aromas that the last year where they had the bike and then the 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 double rope climbs mm -hmm. like that to me is like, OK, now if you're going to do the same version, at least the two pieces have merit like uh, the merit to it. The, the run part is a waste. I just feel that we just did this. We don't need to do it again. I, I, I think it was a waste of an event myself. Whoa. Hey, look what just happened. What? Wad Zombie. Well, dang. He has two bucks. This is, you're the first person to do anything we, on this podcast with that. We, have we oh, qualified dang. for this? Holy shit. Hey. No, that was possible. Thanks, okay, Wad Zombie. So, and, I'll, and I'll answer Wad Zombie's question here, not because he paid for it, but so let's, let's take our emotions out for just a sec. And look at this test relative to the group that will be fielding next. And think of, okay, test of fitness. Yes, we did a lot of rope climbs in the quarterfinals. You're right. And shuttle runs. Some did half. <laughs> That's a cheap shot. Okay. <clears throat> but I look at this like the event is now different because everybody has gotten 
much better. And again, we're, we're talking men first. We'll, we'll touch on the women's side here in a second. That now, so if you guys are watching on that, look at how slow everybody's running. So in 2014, it was all about rope climb stamina. Or if you're easy Muhammad in this case is how high can you jump? But the runs became structured rest. Now, with this eight years later, the shuttle runs are now, I think, a major component of this test. So I think this is actually a better fitness test than it was in 2014. Because in 2014, it was so new, and it was more of like you either have it or you don't. Where now, everybody has it, so you better be faster and fitter than you were in 2014. Yeah, but that's taking the event, and I don't disagree with what you're saying about the event itself by itself, but you have to look at what you're qualifying, how you're qualifying people to get to the games. I don't think that this is a... I don't think it's an appropriate test at this point because we already did the rope climbs. Is the yeah. test... Is a test uh, it, any test is going to be a you can say is a good test of fitness. I mean, is it is it, do they have to run hard? Fine. Do they have to push hard? Sure. Um, is there some heavyweight? Maybe depending on what. I mean, you can say that on everything. So you can't just say is this event a good test of fitness. It's like saying is Fran a good test of fitness? Well, maybe compared to what? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to look at it in the in the full spectrum with all of the events that have been put together. And as we have said before, when we've analyzed the game stuff is when you look at the entire season, the open or well now the open, the quarterfinals, the semifinals in the games. Right. Did we get all the steps to get the right people to the games? And I think that this piece, because we already had rope climbs and I granted their regular rope climbs, not legless rope climbs. Did. Is this a missed piece? Was it? A, was, did we gain anything on this one that we couldn't have gained? If they wanted to have um, a gymnastic event, they could have done something else. And I'm kind of wondering, like when I looked at um, the syndicate, actually has all of their events up right now. Yes, they do. They did a good job of, of I think, working around that. But I almost wonder, with the two events they put up, that they had to change some of the events that they had and modify them around that because of because of that um I, I i just think that this was this was a miss i i of all of the events i could have picked if you if you want to repeat something cool like yeah. if you're going to do if you were going to do it do regional nate Ooh, like if you need a gymnastic event do regional nate oh but not with the strict muscle-ups I, whatever i mean you can make it regular muscle-ups if you want i don't care but i think that that would be there's more merit in that than doing rope climbs and running again that we just did. Okay. I just, I don't think it's needed. How do you see this one on the women's side though? Cause I think it is a completely different test now. Um, I, yes, it is a different test. Yes, you are going to have, I know that, you know, like this was the event that kept Katrin out of the games. I get that this was the event that, that, you know, Sam Briggs just, just smashed people. And we saw like the women that had the rope climbs crushed people. And yes. yes, the the pulling capacity on the women's side, especially back then, has increased for sure. Mm-hmm. I get it. But my same point goes back to we just did a shit ton of rope climbs. Yeah. Again, like I don't think we need to do it again. I don't think that we are gaining. I would rather, again, if we if if it was a gymnastic piece, 
And I don't know how they're doing the run piece. I don't know if they're doing that. You have to move it down. I don't know if they're doing actual shuttles like they did. So our, our setup or, or what they're doing. So I believe that I know they're doing a shuttle. I know it's a little bit shorter because not all the semifinals could um, accommodate the the 120 foot length that they had at regionals, so they had to shorten it a little bit. And I know some are using chess pieces, and some you know, are not. The syndicate so. says two. The syndicate said 200 feet. Right. So I think everyone's. See, it's going to be a little different. It yeah. shouldn't be different. And this is if you're going to make it this way, then everyone's supposed to be. Then the distance should be the same. The setup should be the same. They should have to go down and back however many times. Yeah. If it's you know if it's fifty feet down and then fifty feet, I mean whatever whatever the number is, mm -hmm. it should be the same. But I again, even on the women's side, I don't feel that we're getting what we could be getting out of the event. I just don't think we are. I would rather even on the women's side. Put regional Nate with regular muscle ups in there so that you don't have to worry about it. Like if you need a gymnastic piece, because that's what this is. I mean, dude, we did we did the the quarterfinal for the masters and it was literally rope climbs and shuttle run, and that was it. No wall ball in that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And the shuttle run was it was not the shuttle run. It no. was all about rope climbing. You're right. And that was with so our So then yeah. So I, I I don't know. I just I feel I, I again. It's not that I don't like the event. Mm -hmm. I think that when I stand back and I look at here's CrossFit's opportunity to make sure that they are picking across the board. They're looking for specific things coming out of their athletes to get to the games. And what do we just pick? Things that we just did. And then we'll get to the weightlifting one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <sighs> it, it, didn't, it. it didn't, it didn't make it didn't throw to me an even thread through all of the competition. Because now what I did, like I and I, I, I say syndicate because I, I just saw that they had all this stuff up. I haven't even looked to see if the other events um, have theirs up yet. But I like the fact that you know that we and this is where we kind of go back into the hold on belts blend thing. You guys are going know, a man. little batshit crazy wow. on that. Wow. Okay. Thank you, Dude, guys. You guys. You guys are way <laughs> awesome. Kurt, Janelle, Janelle, 10 bucks, Kurt, 15. Thank you, guys. Like, I've, you guys, you guys are going crazy. Five, five, five. And I got a 10, 10. I got a 10. I got a 15, 15, I see, 15. Okay, 15. I see, I see what you're saying. And I, and I, I don't disagree. I think there could have been a much better one from them. I don't hate it as much as most do. Um, it's not a hate thing. That's what's so weird. I love the event. Okay, yeah, that. It's true. not a hate. It's like, you guys, again, we're looking at the programming. And, and there has been an issue that we've had with the overall design of the program this whole time from the open to the quarters to now. And again, it was like, man, I just, I feel like, I feel like, and I'm not saying that this is what's happening. I don't know what's happening, but I feel like it's like, Hey, you over there, you come up with your open stuff. Okay. Come up with some stuff. Hey, you over there in this other state, come up with uh, some quarterfinal events. Hey, how about you over here? Come up with some regional stuff mm -hmm. and they're not joined up. They aren't, there's no congruency. There's no continuity between that because if there was any other thing, look at all the issues that people had about like, uh, for the open pulling, pushing burpees. Mm-hmm. Pulling, pushing burpees. It's like we just did that. And now here we are again. We're rope climbing, running, and we're 
going to do rope climbing running again. Oh, but we're going to make it harder because these will be legless. Right. It's, like, it's the same thing, man. Come on. I don't know. I, mean, I, just, I think it's a miss. Holy shit, Bill. Dude, Drew, you guys. Corey. Like, I kind of want to give it back to you. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Really do. You guys are awesome. <laughs> you guys are awesome. I just kind of want to go like, hey, take that, Sevon. <laughs> yeah, right. Take that, Sevon. Now, now, if you guys, look, shout out to you awesome people doing this. But if you want to save a couple pennies and wait for these bad boys to come out, just saying. Or we'll take both. We'll take both. <laughs> um, but look, all joking aside, Bill, I totally get what you're saying. I really do. Um, and I do. And Drew, I will agree with $25. I'll agree with that. And then also, I, I agree. It's lazy program. In fact, I think that's what I sent you, Chase. I think yeah. it was like, hey, I'm like, I, I just think it's, it's weak programming. Of all of the things they could have picked, all of the regional workouts that they wanted to repeat, all of the gymnastic regional workouts that they could have picked. That's the one? Yeah. That's the one that fit between the open, the quarters, and this to get people to the games. I think it was a miss. Bill, Jamal has this question, and I'll answer you answer it so I can go grab a charger. Because <laughs> my computer's about to die. But uh, yeah, do you think charger. the art of storytelling during the game season is over? And I think some of that... That question hinders on not the same storylines to get to the games with comes to programming. And are the storylines getting mudded up because of, say, some of the shortcomings from from CrossFit? Yeah, I, I do. And that, that's and I think that storytelling for the athletes is one thing. You know how someone, you know, the, the miles to Madison and that kind of stuff. It's cool to see people that are getting through. But the one and this isn't a. Man, this really isn't even a, I wish Dave was back. I mean, yeah, I like the way Dave programs for sure. But what Dave did to his credit was he always had the entire season mapped out. And I know that and it's hard to say. I know this is a, a transitional year too. So um, there are going to be a lot of things that are, you know, kind of mulling around with that. But yeah, I I don't see... I don't see the the same flow from you know one stage to the next stage to the next stage um, all the way through, and that's just sad. That's just really sad. Welcome back, Teddy. Good to see you, man. Um, yeah, Bruce. I, I think that I I like the way he programmed. I really did. And granted, look, even with Dave, Dave has jacked up. Uh, But what he did was there was that thread that went all the way through. So you could see how you would whittle people out and the athletes that you were getting to, you know, to go from one uh, from one state to the next. So I think that's I think that's important to know. Um, yeah, pretty bad. Anyway, what do you guys got on here? Uh, We've got everybody. Yeah, he did have a theme. Mark, he did have a theme. Um, and I like that that's one of the things that he talked about. I mean, he, he regularly would bring that up. So, man, I don't even know. Rep repetitive? I know that there are things that are repetitive. I mean, obviously, the rope thing is repetitive. I said that right there. But I think what it is is that um, there's just it's, there's no continuity. That's the problem it is there's nothing that's joining one piece to the next piece to the next piece 
Oh, hi. Welcome back. Hey, sorry. <laughs> um, and, and I think that that's, that's, I think that's what makes it, that's what makes it hard. And, and again, it's, it's transit we're, we're transitional. There was a lot of things that happened right in the middle of the season, you know, with, and this isn't a, a shot on, on Boz or a, a shot on it. It's, it just is what it is, is what I'm calling it. And I don't see the continuity. And that that's just sad because again, you could have three great events in it, 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 the open and you could have, five great events in the quarterfinals. You could have five great events or six great events in the semifinals, but if they aren't connected, you could have the wrong person end up at the games. Mm. Yeah, I see that. So I see that. Um, before we move to event two, or the second one, um, Stefan was saying, should be some grace for Adrian this year, given what the guy is having to deal with. I mean, totally. on, the, on the back end, look, he's dealing with a lot. He really is like let's and he, and he said that before in some roundabout ways on other podcasts is listen Boz is in a position that he didn't ask for. Let's let's all take a step back and and understand that Boz is in a position he never asked for, he never wanted, and especially got in the way at which he was got or given. He didn't want that. And so now he's thrust in a position to basically like drive the whole ship, missing one of the his one of his best friends and key components of this journey that he's been on for 15 years. Now, I'm not saying that's an excuse to like, and I'm not saying he's doing this, but like it's not a free pass, but I, I, it's it's I, this tough, isn't a guys. pointing finger it's at Boz. Yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. I'm looking solely at the programming. And when I look at the programming, I don't see continuity like there has been any other time. I don't see that rope climbs to rope climbs. I mean, because guess what? Do you, I, I could almost guarantee, like I can't guarantee, but I can almost guarantee there's been rope climbs in a hell of a lot of CrossFit game events. Yes. What, are we not going to have them there because we've had them in two other quarterfinals? I, right. I, I just, I don't know. It just seems, it seems odd to me. Yeah. And um, it's just been a tough, it's, I say we've, I feel like we've said that the last couple of years, it's just been a tough year, tough year, <laughs> yeah. tough year. Yeah. At some point you just have to just kind of go look, okay, it is, but so what? Yeah. I mean, I think I've. I, this this to me is an easy if it was an is an easy fix. Yeah, should pick this one. Now that being said, I'm not saying hey, give the guy a break. He's doing the best he can, as if like he's incapable of. Like to right. me, and and I've had the the pleasure of talking with Boz um, on the Cross the Games podcast. We recap the quarterfinals, and he answered. And Alyssa's actually talking about this. He answered every question, and we I had some tough ones for him as far as what the community at large was and some of the things that we had talked about. And he's talked about the semifinal stuff. So those two are out. If you guys go listen to them, if you want to get a better idea of the mindset, <clears throat> the the demeanor and the the devil in the details that Boz possesses, go listen to those to get a better perspective of where Boz is at. The thing is, is like it's not turnkey. It's not fixed finger on the the button like that's just not how it works but if you guys want a better idea of like who he is where he's coming from and the things that they are aware of and want to fix like that's that's on there so all right let's uh let's move to event two let's move to event two that is the let me pull this up where are you windows 
Chrome tabs or Windows? That is the lifting event. Now, this is one that we had talked about of things we'd like to see CrossFit actually standardize. And I think we're both pretty unanimous on we feel like it's imperative to um, be consistent across the board is the lifting of one because so much can go wrong here, semifinal to semifinal. Well, yeah, if you're going to be testing deadlift or you're testing a one rep max snatch, those are two totally different athletes. So at least here you can generalize your strength component um, across across the board. And the other thing that it does is it, it keeps – it doesn't allow for all of this, like for the, the um, semifinal event to get overly creative. We know that that happens sometimes. It's like, okay, boom, here's your standard event for your strength. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mean, I'll say this. My, my personal opinion on this is I, this is cool. I, I'm good with this. I, I, I mean, I, I, I like it. I, I would, I would always opt for a couple of, of the reps more than just like a, a pure, a pure strength. But I, 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 I like this one. I, three cleans, two front squats, and a jerk. I think that that's cool. I like it. I do too. And I like the complex because I think um, <clears throat> it's funny how we said this was a a little bit of a negative when you go rope time the rope climb like it was legs in quarters and now it's legless this is i would say almost the other total of which the individuals took the test on was a good setup for this type of strength test i feel do you know what i mean uh like this yeah, type no, of I complex i could see that i think was uh yeah, everyone talked about the Bella Complex. Yeah, right? And so the Bella Complex was at the Rogue Invitational last year, and this is a little bit, you know, it was clean, jerk, front squat, jerk. This is similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but this isn't like a completely different field that took the test. So, for example, you did the other total, which was a max clean, max overhead squat, max bench. And then, say, at semifinals, they just programmed like a 10-rep max front squat or you know i'm trying to think of something totally off the wall right uh, a deadlift ladder or something where it's like okay how we got these athletes here with this test this is so off the wall balance where i feel like this is this is a good complex test based off the field that we vetted to get here does that make sense yeah and it, yeah it's a good you know, we talked about the reason we liked the, and we called it what it should be the CrossFit total, the other total, was that generally speaking, other than the bench, they're, they're CrossFit movements. They're, they're movements that we count as not just pure powerlifting movements, mm-hmm. where you need to have, it's not as party trickish as you like to say, you know, when it comes to the different strength pieces. So you got to clean it three times you, you, to, to be able to clean. I mean, unless you're, unless you're Chandler Smith, I mean, like you're the only one that, can manhandle weight around without the most <laughs> beautiful form, you know, but God, you have guy. to have, you have to have good technique. You have to have good strength for the, for the front squats. And then you have to have a good enough positioning to get the bar up overhead for the jerk. And there's also an, an element, like if you go heavy enough, there's an element of that fatigue on that jerk. Mm-hmm. So I, I like the event. And again, it keeps, that's the consistency part. Okay. Now, none of the other, none of the other events, none of the events, have to worry about like have we tested a good version of an of a um, ultimate strength 
mm -hmm. getting into the CrossFit Games. And that's cool. Now you can have your other events where you can have some heavy stuff that you're going for reps or some moderate weights that you're going for reps or even body weight stuff to go for reps as you're yeah. moving through the different things. We just hit something heavy. And I, you know, if you, if you go back to the Rogue uh, with the Bella, like that, that event was great because that was the strength event. Mm -hmm. And it did exactly what it needed to do. You saw athletes got to actually put some weight around. And it's like, okay, we got to see like who has the pure strength. And for the most part, it read the way it was supposed to read. Yeah. And, and I don't I think, think it's good. When I, when I think pure strength and this is semantics, but you know, details are important when we're, when we're objectively looking at these things, it's like it's not pure strength in a sense of a one-off, right? This isn't a one rep max. This is a six rep complex. So I think there's a level of fitness that needs to be Yes. In this test, because yes, this is a strength test. This is also an endurance test. When you think about the the amount of load and time these athletes are going to be under for three cleans, two front squats, and one shoulder overhead, there is a massive element of strength endurance that comes to this, even though it's only six reps, but every rep is so taxing, is that this isn't a one-off Max if lift. The, if you're at the right heavy weight, yes, you're right. It should be. And those that say that it's not, that you're not feeling that fatigue, then you're not going heavy enough. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because if you were an Olympic lifter and you were doing like doubles or triples, you would hit your lift, you'd drop it, you'd stand back for a second. Yeah. Well, this is, you're under that weight for the entire time. So if you are heavy enough, and that's what, that's what was great about the Bella Complex is the athletes were under the weight the entire time yes and that's yes. what that's what makes that so great and that's what that adds the fitness element mm -hmm. not just the one-off strength element to it which i think is awesome stefan said i wish crossfit will have a worldwide leaderboard for these two events specifically i think they might and and, I, and if, if they don't somebody will i know right. um what was it <laughs> our tyler taylor buddy <laughs> He yeah. always puts together something like that. And I'm in the same camp as I would love a cross semifinal comparison worldwide of how this is. But I, I really like this test overall. I think it's going to be a fun test to watch. Um, I think it's also going to be, I think it's really going to be fun for the athletes to do. Cause it's, you know, we've done our ladders, we've done our max lists, we've done our, you know, our three reps and like this isn't a complex we've ever done before in, in sanctioned or, or certified competition. And complexes are just fun to do. It's crazy that, like, you know, in training, you'll use complexes in training to build strength and time under tension and to have you have a level of fatigue when you go to those heavier lifts. So, like, I mean, I I program this complex actually a lot. Really? Uh, when I'm when I'm when I'm training for and programming for my athletes, but I like the fact of it being in an event because of what it just does. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a cool setup. It's actually, I, I, I really do like, I, I like this event and this is a big win to me as a, okay, see now this got everyone, this, this got the piece out of the way that you don't want anyone to mess with. I don't think the rope climbs did that. Uh, I could see that. It's a, uh, we, it's funny you say you do this complex a lot. I do something similar. I usually just do like mini versions of DT, which is deadless hang power cleans and mm. push jerks. We did a workout yesterday. It was, uh, I think actually you would love this. It was 20 rounds for time of three deadlifts, two hang power cleans, and one push jerk at 225 and 155. Oh, I do like that. But the that. complex had to be unbroken. Yeah. And after watching it, I was like, 
oh, this would be a fun strength. Like yeah. it, it's a strength test. Like if you're strong and you're fit, then you are you have checked all the boxes to be a games athlete, so to speak. It doesn't have to be a one-off. It doesn't right. have to be a one rep max. In fact, in a in a sample size of only six events, it should not be a one rep max. Totally. So, all right, let's. Uh, anything else on the the strength test? Nope. So what? far, for, we're, we're one and one. One and one. <laughs> okay. Well, for me. One and one. Um, <laughs> where? So one thing is CrossFit didn't um, dictate. Corey, it was fun, by the way. Fun as fuck. Yes. Well, it was fun, but it looked nasty <laughs> as far as that workout. Um, do you like that CrossFit gave the freedom to the semifinals to put these wherever you want, or would you prefer them to... Um, uh, personally, I think that they, they should say, uh, I think that they should have made it, um, the similar across the board. So what would you think? I would honestly, okay. So if you dictated it, where would you put these? Uh, I would put the strength event on the, I put the strength event on the either the third day or the last event in the second day. Oh. And I'd have the gymnastic event, the second event on the first day. Oh, okay. Interesting. I'll say just bookend them. Strength event, first event one. Yeah. Rope climb event, event six. I, I said the rope climb on the first day because that way you forget about how stupid it was. <laughs> 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 oh, All right. So let's move to the team. So, Bill says uh, we're one for one of like and dislike as far as uh, the events are concerned. Let's go to the team. Now, we said there was a repeat for the individual event. This is a repeat-ish of the team event. <laughs> one, one major thing is in 2014, there was a thruster rope climb event, but it was teams of six. It was groups of three working at a time. Now that we've moved to four... Obviously, that event needs to be modified in a little bit. And for what it is now, I really like what they did because they went from leg, like you could use your legs in 2014, and now it's legless. Instead of getting two people of rest, you only get one, right? It's a you-go-I-go format. Women go first, men go second. It's 40-30-20 of thrusters at 135 and 95 and 642 of legless rope climbs. Um, I like this test because to me... The, the hard part about teams is you don't want to overdo an event where it almost becomes how well can you navigate the event as far as strategy and where you put people versus there should be an element of test, uh, a test of fitness when it comes to this. Oh, what's up, Morning Chalkup? Well, hello. We're using, up, uh, we're using your Instagram photos uh, for the events because CrossFit – uh, didn't add the final event for the teams on theirs. <laughs> so we are using your fully um, detailed event stuff. What's up, guys? Um, but what are your thoughts on the difference of the two and the element of now, I think this is a much more apt test of fitness versus strategy. Well, I think there's a huge element of strategy, but it's not just about that. Right, and I I would have been pissed. I would have, I would have even been complaining even more about the rope climb event if it was run i like the fact that they made it thrusters uh that is a nasty setup we've seen that in individual on the individual side we've seen that 
uh, in the games versions. We've seen that in different team levels. I like with this setup, and I think that it's a good setup. This, to me, is a good regional workout. Now, I I still don't like the fact – how many road climbs did they have to do uh, in the quarters? Uh, the teams? I yeah. think they only had 10 per pair, if I remember correctly. I don't know. I'll look it up. I, I will say this. I don't feel like this is the exact same event as on, like on the individual side. So I, it doesn't pay oh, me from the much. corners to quarters from the quarters to the same. Now. Got it. Got yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I feel that the, the amount of thrusters that are in here, even though it's light lends itself to be more that like, okay, now it's even between your rope climbing and your, your thrusters where like the shuttle run. I, I just, we, like I said, we did that run and, yeah, you can go fast, but it ends up being a shuffle. Okay. You're not you're not shuttle running, you're shuffle jogging, sorta, you know, so they can make sure that you can get your rope climbs in. Right. Um, I like I like again when I stand back and I look at just the event itself, I really like the event alone. Mm-hmm. Um I think it fits much better than the on the individual side. Okay. I'll say that. Um, I, I'm not overly happy with having more rope climbs, but I, I, I think that, um, it, it fits better than on the, did on the individual side. Uh, so the individuals in quarterfinals had to do 10 rope climbs between each pair. So this is 12 and it's legless um, yeah. when it, when it comes to that. So, yeah, I mean, I can see but, that, but you got your, but again, like we're talking about the level of fitness that's involved in it as well. It's not just when you have the legless rope climbs and the run. I mean, yeah, okay, you have the run and how fast you're running and blah, blah, blah. Man, look at those old shirts. It's so crazy to right? back that far. It's so great. Um, the, it all comes down to can you do rope climbs? Uh, what's your capacity on rope climbs? Now you have the thrusters that, that are going to make – it's going to fatigue you more than a shuttle run would. I mean, it's still 45 – you know, this isn't just a legless rope climb event, even though – Exactly. It's only six per – like six – Per, per athlete. It's 12 total. Right. Um, right. I don't think it's that big. It's the That's 45 I mean, like, a piece on the thrusters if you just split it evenly with 135 and 95. Yeah. That's what I'm looking at. But um, I like the event better. I like it better than the individuals by far. By far. Do you like it better than the 2014 one? Oh. Uh, those are no reps. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Because I, I think because I think it'll be faster. I think it'll be faster, and it's meant to be with the ninety-five pounds. It'll be more of a sprint. Mm -hmm. I like it. I think it's a it's a much better test of fitness in a team setting than it was in twenty fourteen for sure. Because in twenty fourteen, yeah. yes, there's more reps, but you had three people. Um, it gave you more rest in between where it just became, it was like, okay, how do we transition? How do we do this? Um, this actually, I did see this and I'd like your take before we move on to the final event, but was worm events are so vital at the games and worm events at semifinals can be all over the place. What were your thoughts on maybe making them as, as Brad is saying, worm thrusters in legless rope climbs? Love it. I love it because that would have made it again. It, it, 
it keeps an element that's so important to the team aspect consistent throughout the board, consistent throughout the field. And, and I think that that is, um, I like that idea a lot. Um, if they would have made it worm and rope climb, that to me would have been like, okay, well, yeah, we're in the, we're in the team event. Like this is like, when I think teams, I, I think, I think worm. Yeah. So, and it would be, it would be getting, it would be an event that would get the right people. Cause you know, you're going to see it at the games. You're going right. to see it. Right. So now you can have some really good races at the games rather than people that are like trying to figure it out at the games. Do you think CrossFit should have, like we said, dedicate a strength event, which they, they did for the teams, but should they have taken the worm event too? Cause those things can be so different. Um, yeah, yeah. I, we said earlier that CrossFit should be deciding where there is going to be some sort of where it can get weird. The weird part is going to be in the strength element. Mm -hmm. The weird part on the individual side to pick the right stuff that you're getting would be the gymnastic. All the other like classic CrossFit stuff is easy to do. I, I think that most people can kind of get their stuff in there. They can still have their, you know, individuality and all that kind of stuff. I think that if they would have, they could have controlled the worm aspect to it. And I think that would have been a good choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, 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 I like that idea. I like okay. that idea. All right. So, uh, Jamal's last question for that are worms readily available for all of these events? Yes, because they, most of these events now, not all of them have access to a sponsorship. I think agreement with rogue, um, where most all have worms, except, and this is some of the crazy things I heard, like the South American semifinal, it's not as easy to get rogue. But the the one that was specific was the semifinal in South Africa, which mm -hmm. I got to talk to oh, uh, Tien. Right. So cool. Because you, yeah. you remember, you got to talk to him last year because I couldn't uh, do the behind the program with him. Dude, it's yeah. awesome. But like rogue can't get to Africa. There's not, so they had the, they have to do a local, um, basically equipment sponsorship there. So, do they all have access? That's actually a hard question to answer because it kind of depends on where they at, where they're at in the world. So that's a, a good question. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's talk about the final event here for the teams. And honestly, I really like that team event specifically. But this might be my favorite one that they have, and this is the Team Snatch Ladder. The Team Snatch Ladder with a little bit of a twist because ladders we've seen in the past is safe for time. Or if it's a 100 max snatch, it's for weight. And this is a little bit of a combo of the two because you have a certain time to get through the ladder, but your score at the end is going to be total weight lifted as a team. For 10 bars but the kicker and i think this is the best part is that if you have an athlete that can get through all 10 platforms is that there's an 11th platform and the athlete can basically walk up there and call the shot call the shot as far as what weight he wants to live and i think that is going to be one of the more fun things to watch in person yeah um I mean, you want to have, there's an element, I think, on the heavy hitter side, uh, on the uh, team side, where you always are worried about the, um, your weakest link. Mm -hmm. 
and we've really steered away from you know where it all it all the the strength of your team hinges on one athlete but i think that this right here allows everybody to have their shot you see, i mean it still matters what your what your least strongest athlete can do but then you just get to rally behind everyone for that big for that big right. punch in the swing so it's like okay yes we want to make sure that your low end your bottom end is brought up but why not have them throw? It doesn't all count on your heaviest, strongest athlete. Right. But if right. you have that, now you get to send them out there to do it. So I think, um, I think honestly, on the crowd side, that's going to be amazing. That like that is going to rally these teams up with the cheering and stuff that's going to go on. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. The uh, the final weight for the men of the ten platforms is at two seventy five. They start at one eighty five. They jump. 20 pounds or no, they jump 10 pounds until you get to 275. The women is 135. The last bar is 180. I think at these weights, um, to Teddy's question is, do you think anybody will, how many do you think will run it through? I think more than we would see on the individual side, because this is a team competition where, um, on the individual side, you have to have much more balance as far as your skill sets between strength, gymnastics and endurance and everything else in between on the team side, not as much. So we'll see more athletes, I, I believe get to that last bar than I think we would for the individuals. Unless it's the Mac when all the dudes snatch 300 in the final. Hit. <laughs> well, I mean, you get to have, you, you're going to see, a, I think you will see the, I, as in teams, you're always going to have people that are pseudo specialists. I mean, I, they're so much more well-rounded now, but you're going to have athletes that are for the most part, just beastly strong. Um, and so it'll be fun to see them go. Uh, you know, what's really kind of interesting. This is kind of the opposite of like, isn't it in diving where you take your high score and your low score and you kind of strike them yes. and then you get your, this is almost kind of the opposite of that. So you have your two middle athletes ah. they are kind of like, eh, they, they'll sort of be hanging in there, but it all comes down to your, what's your lowest athlete score and your highest athlete score. Yes. You know, and then see what kind of goes. Your other people are kind of in the middle. It's well, interesting. what I like too is that, listen, if you got a horse that can just go out there and rip, like let him go. Yeah. I, I don't think, what I like about this too is that if this was just like a one rep max and you just added the four weights together, I think your strong athlete, and maybe I'm way off here, has much of a bigger impact on that score. Where in this latter format, there's still a lot of room for error. But, if he can keep going and offset your weaker athlete, I think that's a cool thing. And, and what a fun thing to watch as a fan for one. What a fun thing to have for that athlete for another. And just the overall viewers around the world without it being this crazy, you know, snatch ladder for time panic. Where we just see yeah. someone just march down. And again, when they get to the last platform, what I was made aware of, and this could change, but I think they can they can say what they want on the bar. Now the bar has to be 285 at minimum because the last bar is 275. So for the men, it's 285. Um, for the women, let me check here. Uh, it's 185, 180? right? So it's it's set up for 185, but they don't have to just lift that. Like if some yeah. guy hits 275 or some girl hits 180, and he rolls up, he goes, put 300 on the bar. They're going to. Right, so the last they get one shot, and they get to call it. So imagine 
watching that happen or imagine knowing what you need. I mean, that's a lot of math. It's like, dude, well, you, yeah, but, you but, have but to you hit 305. everyone down at the end. Yes. If you see who's at the end and like the, depending on the time frame you have, the gaming that's going to go on. The, the And this is like, you know, being being an, an athlete and a coach and, and all of that, like in this aspect, there is so much stuff that will be going on at that time. Yes. The coach is going to be looking around to see who's going to be hitting what. What can you hit? What do you need to roll with? You've already done 10 lifts up to this point. Now you're running almost purely on adrenaline. I mean, depending how how strong you are. Mm-hmm. And you have to nail this lift. So you can swing for the fences, but you can't make it a waste of your time either. Like you want to make it count. Otherwise, you're just getting 275. Right. You know, so like I oh, I think it's. I think, yeah, this will be a, this will be a very fun one. I, you know what? Honestly, this, when you talk about where we should put the events, I would love to see this one as the final for the teams. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, because how loud, because you know how loud people get when they're lifting. Yeah. And this now, now, now it's the, now it's okay. You're going or not going to the game. So people are going to go nuts. Yes. Trying to get those weights up. Dude. All the pressure. Oh my gosh. That'd be that'd be good. That is that good. would be good. Not as good as the the lyrical geniuses that are our comments putting in these Eminem lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> the beauty of YouTube. I love you guys. There's so much more. You guys are so much fun. You're right. That would be awesome. I mean, we never we you would never really pick a lifting event like that as a final, but that particular one I think would be, I mean, what we kind of did, we've had the one like in the, on the individual side where they did the 15 muscle ups and then the clean ladder. Yes. So we've had things like that and it's that race to the end, but this is not so much the race, mm-hmm. but just the yell of you need and the pressure of, I need to get this weight. Yeah. And that's huge. You're I need right. to get this weight. I need to get this weight to go to the games. <sighs> and you're smoked. Yes. So okay, oh so God, there's the be balance so because say you put it if you put it at the first event, everyone's fresh and you're gonna see like monster lifts. But right. you put it at the end, and I think it's more indicative of your overall fitness level as a team. There's more oh, on yeah. the line, there's more pressure. And you're right, maybe that is a better test to put as the final event. I mean, when was the last well, never. The f- finale was a max lift, but it doesn't really, I mean, it doesn't really matter where you put them. Put them wherever you want. And you're right, maybe that would be more exciting. Especially if, like, on the broadcast, everyone could get their shit together and oh, be able dude. to be like, okay, they have to hit this and they'll be five pounds back. Or if they miss this, they're going to lose by 20 and they'll lose those six points. You know, that's when you need, like, Brian Friend there just, like, feeding you notes. Math, math, math. Yeah, we need, just mathing yeah. the whole time. But you're right. You're right. <laughs> You're right, but I get I get having it first just because everybody's fresh. It's probably the, the safest place to put it if we want to even like talk about that route. I know. I mean, I'm gonna get an eye roll from. I'm Bill. not gonna talk about yeah, that. an eye roll from Bill when I say it, when I talk about safety. athlete safety. Come on. <laughs> but I, I see where it has its place. Obviously, you'll see bigger lists and people are fresh. It, it'll. It's also a great icebreaker to the competition too. I mean, it can't tell me having the snatch event at the MAC, especially on the individual men's side, wasn't an awesome way to kick off the weekend. It, it, yeah. 
player's choice. No, it was. I mean, that, that when everyone did that at the Mac, it, it set the stage and everyone was all hyped. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you know, like that's, I, I, I don't know. I just think that, I think if it was an individual thing, it would be different. It wouldn't be nearly as exciting. Yeah. Because it's a team thing and you have the bottom end athletes and your top end athletes and you get that point of I'm going to pick whatever. I think that would be really cool. Like if I had to pick where to put these two events for the team, I'd put the rope climb thruster one, the last event on day one, and I'd put this one as a final. Okay. I'm down with that. Yeah. That would be cool. All right. So those are the two for both Indy and team. And for the other part is the way we look at these and judge these is one thing, but also how they combine with the other four that 10 different semifinals are programming with. But the thing we have to look at too is like all these semifinals were given these first and then they had to accommodate the rest of the competition around them. So these aren't infused to what was already there. So when we go back and look at things, we got to make sure is that one of the challenges for the semifinals is to appropriately balance the test with these two as basically the foundation of what the other four should be. Yeah, and I, I think, you know what we need to do is we need to start talking to some of these other um, events and just ask them, hey, you know, what were you given by CrossFit as far as like, here's the event, that's it? Um, <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, or did they say, here's the event, do whatever you want around it? Like, you could put these, this could be day one if you want or whatever. Yeah. Just to hear Because I will say this, I, I like, if you haven't checked it out, check out Syndicate's Dude, they came up with some cool ones. I do. I, I like, like those a lot. Uh, the syndicates coming out. Obviously, everything kicks off in a week from now, which is yeah. crazy. Yeah, I know. Crazy. <laughs> uh, Torium Pro has already kicked out a lot of their events already. The like yeah. Strongman Diane stuff. I was like, oh, like yeah. there's, and that's the fun part. That's my favorite part of the year is seeing new programming and looking at it and just being like, wow, like I never thought of that. <laughs> now I can add it to my just like carousel and Rolodex of different ways we can do this. I think, uh, I think it's really cool. Um, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm really yeah, excited. Good. All right. Good. What's your overall take after seeing what these are? Uh, thumbs up review. I know it's only two each, but uh, do you want to do one for individual, one for team, or just the overall collective uh, I would say, um, uh, individuals and team, because I, I feel, I feel they're different. So for the, if we're going to do it that way for individual, I'll do one thumbs up because I was literally split 50, 50. That's not to say that I don't like the event. I like the rope climb event. I don't like how it's set. And I don't think we need that one in there, but I like the strength event. Yeah. On the team side, I'll say, um, I'll go one and a half on the team side. I I okay. like the two events. I it's still like I it would have after talking about the worm, I would have liked to see the worm in there instead of the thrusters. I don't see that as much as a rope climb event solely as it is um, a fitness event with with the thrust and the push and the pull. I like I like the event. Um, uh, so I, I'll go one and a half. Okay. On that one, yeah. Um, I'm with you on the team one or sorry, the, the individual one, I give it a thumbs up, right? Could they have done something more fun? Yes. Um, do I think it's going to be a bad test? No. Um, would I've liked to see something different? Yes. But that's, again, that's just more 
personal preference. I am very curious to see the tight races of what it's going to be. I know um, that's been kind of something's talked about. I was like, they were so close in 2014. How much closer are going to be here? And I was like, I don't think that's a bad thing. I actually think it's an exciting thing. As long as you have yeah, chip timers. Race isn't bad. <laughs> let me, let me preface that. As long as there's chip timing because right, right. I don't want to see a, a seven-way tie when there is clearly a seven-way finish difference. But I, I believe they all will have that capacity. Um, and I would like to see a race in the last two rope climbs in every single heat for both the men and the women. And if that is the final event, then it comes down to who makes the games or not. I think that will be exciting um, even though it might not be the most exciting event they could have picked as a, as a repeat, especially like if they're going to repeat one. Yeah. They probably could have picked something different um, on the team side. I give it uh, I mean, we got to see how the rest plays out. I like the difference of this rope climb event as opposed to the one in 2014. I think it makes it much more about fitness than it does strategy. But at the same time, there's a, there's almost more strategy to play off with you and your partner because now you start divvying up skill sets and abilities, which I think this is a nice blend of the two. And I'm really pumped about this snatch ladder and how it's going to go. I'd like to see how that, that 11th platform shakes out when it comes to this. So for what it is, I'll give it, I'll give it one and a half. I'll give it one and three quarters. I, I really do like these things. Um, two, we rarely give out twos. But for what these two are, I'm going to give it one and three quarters. So I, I really like I like the team ones more than I do the individual. I, I'm with you on the individual rope climb one. I'm not quite as um, put off by it. But at the same time, I totally get people's um, dislike with it, where meaning there could have been better options. If we, if we were going to repeat anything, right? I mean, there were a lot of options. A lot of options. A lot of options to choose from. Oh, well, hey, that'll do it for us, guys. Um, thank you for joining us. This was super fun. You guys were so much fun today. And thanks for being uh, way too generous in what you guys did for us in yeah, the chest. That was super cool. So if you cool. guys are watching right now, you guys see the background of this. You guys can see it. Right there on my chest. We are making shirts. We are making OG shirts for the OG mentality. If you know the clown logo, then you are a true OG. And if you don't know it, ask somebody. This is a conversation piece, if anything, right? But like uh, we got a website coming up. Uh, once we have that fledged out, it'll be, I'll put this here in the chat, the gwppodcast.com that is where we will have a merchandise set up and we'll have a bunch of different colors we'll have t-shirts crop tees and tank tops and other colors we'll let you guys know when that launches officially but be on the lookout on social media because some people that you guys follow or are fans of some ogs of the community may be popping up here and there on social media with these bad boys so uh Get them while you can. We'll let you guys know when they're ready. And uh, thanks for joining us, gang. We we really do appreciate the uh, the interaction, the feedback, and as always, thanks for making us try to be better. As uh, Bruce, two thumbs up for the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh gosh, that's awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us again. We appreciate everything you guys do for us, and we just makes us want to work harder for you. So y'all have a wonderful Thursday. It is Thursday, right? Golly, happy Thursday, everybody. Happy Thursday, everyone. And shoot. Let's get ready for semis, y'all. All right. Take care. Thank you.